0: The conversation on the road to Emmaus. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are at the midway point this week, and I hope that your week is going well. Uh, Yesterday, you'll remember we were studying Luke 24, verses 9 through 12, and this is the account of the women going back to the apostles to tell them that they found the tomb of Jesus empty. Uh, The group did not believe them, but Peter went to check out for himself to see uh, what they were talking about, and he discovered the tomb was empty. And Luke leaves us in verse 12 saying, And he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Now, today we move on in Luke 24. We're going to be in verses 13 through 24. And this is Jesus' conversation with the two men on the road to Emmaus. It is a powerful encounter, and it is one of my favorite passages in the Gospel of Luke because I think it's beautiful how Jesus comes alongside of these men doesn't immediately reveal himself, but he engages with them on the human level in such beautiful ways. He enters the moment with them. He enters their pain. He enters their confusion. He's just having a conversation with them. He cares to hear about their hearts. He cares to hear what they're thinking and how they're processing the events uh, that have taken place in those few days uh, in Jerusalem leading up to this conversation. And so um, this is a a powerful introduction to this encounter. Uh, We will just be looking at verses 13 through 24 today. But before we get into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word and its instruction. We ask, Lord God, that you would open our ears and our hearts to what you want to say to us through your word today. And may we apply these things as your Holy Spirit assists us in understanding them. We love you so much, Lord, and we give you thanks for the opportunity to study your word together today. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Luke 13-24 uh, through 24 writes these words. Now the same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that that had happened. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. Now, as we uh, begin this conversation, uh, we see that there are two men walking along. They're making their way to a village called Emmaus, which was a seven-mile trip from Jerusalem. This would probably have taken them a couple hours by foot. And they're talking with each other, carrying on about the events of the week, and they're discussing these things. And Luke tells us in verse 15 that Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. Have you ever had the sense on your journey... Uh, the sense of his near presence so much so that it almost felt like he was physically walking alongside of you have you had that spiritual awareness that jesus really is present in your life that he really is entering your situation and journeying with you through it that he really is walking alongside of you What a precious thing for these men to actually physically have that experience of Jesus coming up alongside of them and walking. But on my journey, I can tell you there are times when I have felt carried by the presence of Jesus in ways that I cannot explain, in ways that are hard to understand. Um, But I knew because of the peace in my heart and the sense that He was present, that whatever it was that I was journeying through, I was going to be okay. And um, I've had that so many times on my journey where I just have the very precious sense of his near presence in my life. It is a wonderful gift. And I hope that you've had that experience too. And I trust that you will have it many times before your journey here on earth ends. But it is a wonderful gift to have that um, awareness of his near presence to us. But in this instance, Luke tells us in verse 16 that they were kept from recognizing him. And so there was something about his appearance that prevented them from seeing that it was Jesus. And so as they're walking along, carrying on about the events of the week, Jesus says, what are you discussing together as you walk along? And Luke says, they stood still, their faces were downcast, they were clearly filled with sorrow. And the one named Cleopas responded to him and said, basically... What's going on with you? Haven't you been around this week? Don't you know what's taking place in Jerusalem this week? And Jesus says, well, what are you talking about? What things? And they go on and they say, about Jesus of Nazareth, the prophet, the powerful teacher who did healings and did amazing things before God and all the people. The religious leaders of our community uh, handed him over to be sentenced to death and crucified. But we had hoped that he was the one. We had begun believing that maybe he was our Messiah, the one that would redeem Israel. And what is more, it's the third day since all of this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning but didn't find his body. And so they're talking with Jesus and they're literally relaying the events of Luke's account just as we read them earlier. And so they're saying the the ladies went down to the tomb. They saw that his body wasn't there. They came back telling us that they saw a vision of angels who told them that Jesus was alive. And we just don't know what to make of this. We just aren't sure what to think. (laughs) And that's where Luke leaves us today. And the reality is we've all had experiences in our lives, confusing things that have happened to us, experiences that have just thrown us for a loop and we don't know what to make of those things and i find what jesus does here beautiful i think the way that he entered the moment of their pain and grief and sorrow with them is exactly how he enters our moments of pain and grief and sorrow he comes alongside of us he comes close he makes his presence known and he asks us questions. He, he's curious to know how we're doing. How are you hanging in there? Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you're. What do you, what, what's going on inside your head. What are you feeling about these things? And he gets us to open up and, and, and prayer to him. And, and when we're comfortable with his presence, when we know his presence, when we're familiar with his presence, we open up to Jesus just like these men are doing here. And we have a conversation with him. This wasn't a formalized prayer. They weren't bowing their heads. They didn't even realize they were in Jesus' presence. They're just having a conversation with this man who comes alongside of them and shows interest in what they're thinking and what they're going through. And that's exactly how Jesus enters our lives as well. He comes alongside because he cares, and he's genuinely interested in what we're feeling and what we're thinking and and what we're processing And we have the freedom to have a conversation with Him in our prayer life. I hope that your prayer life is less formalized and more conversational, because that's what Jesus wants. He just wants to have a conversation with us like a friend, like our parent. Uh, Who cares? He's just curious to know what's going on inside of our hearts. And I find this conversation with Jesus beautiful, even though they didn't realize it was Him yet. Uh, Because they're just sharing their hearts. They're just pouring out their guts before him and um, telling him what happened and telling him how they're feeling. And Luke makes a very interesting notation in verse 17. He says, They stood still, their faces downcast. It kind of says it all, doesn't it? About how they're feeling about the events of the week and what they're thinking and how they're processing it all. Their hearts are full of sorrow. They literally don't know what to think. They're confused. And now they have this testimony from the women who went to the tomb that's telling them that some angels announced to them that Jesus is alive. And some of their other companions went to the tomb to see for themselves. And it's true. He's not there. But it's the third day, and no one has run into him yet. <laughs> oh, but how little they know that someone is having an encounter with Jesus. And I wonder, too, sometimes if if we're so blinded by our grief and pain and sorrow, if we're so blinded by the events taking place in front of us, that we, too, sometimes fail to see that Jesus is present in our midst. If we slow down and we quiet our hearts and we pay attention to what's going on, I am confident we will see that He's there and that He wants to hear what's going on in our hearts. My friends, I hope that you take comfort and encouragement from these words today. And I pray that God will continue to um, impress them on your hearts as you consider them today. Thanks so much for taking time out of your day to study. I look forward to moving on in this part of Luke's account tomorrow. And we'll finish this conversation on the road to Emmaus tomorrow. God bless.